You are listening to Satellite Sisters Talk TV. This is our recap of the CBS drama, Madam Secretary. Yay, it's back for season four, episode one. You psyched, Julie? I am, Leanne. I couldn't wait for Sunday night, and there it was. Pretty good, pretty good show. Excellent, excellent. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm a writer. I write novels. I've written for TV, and I just watch a lot of TV. My sister Julie is in Dallas, Texas. She's our foreign correspondent at Satellite Sisters. She knows stuff about the rest of the world because you've lived many places, Julie, and you do extensive research and reading. So yes, okay. <laughs> but you've never so, held any formal diplomatic positions. But you not that I can not that I can admit to on this podcast, Leanne. I can't. I can't always say, but uh, I was uh, familiar with Timor-Leste, where they were, that, that was at the heart of this episode. Oh, you are? That's good, because I was like, they must have made that country up. So, no. okay. All right. So, Big Bafo season four debut, A-Team on the Madam Secretary uh, rundown this week. The episode was entitled News Cycle. Uh, it was written by the executive producer and creator of the show, Barbara Hall. It was directed yeah. by the executive producer and, you know, man of man of all time, Morgan Freeman. It guest starred Eric Stoltz, my boyfriend uh, yes. from 1987. He's and still looking good, Liam. Still looking good. Still looking good, Eric. And then it debuted Bess's new short, Bob. I mean, that was exciting. Wasn't it, Julie, the new haircut? Well, it's serious hair for serious times, Leanne. That's what I think. Uh, that, uh, you know, it's she has a very big job, and uh, maybe she felt like she needed to go with a more serious hairstyle, given the, the times we live in. Yeah, we we did speak out last year about the longer hair, so I, I enjoyed that this was a fresh cut. I also enjoyed it's basically my haircut, so that made me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> right? Basically you look haircut. more and more like her every day, Lynn. Every day. Uh, all right. So episode one, news cycle. It launches the fourth season. Okay. We're tapping into storylines that are ripped from the headlines, right? We Absolutely. Had that. We used a lot of good jargon this week. We heard bad actors. We heard unga. We're going to talk about that. Okay. We got reintroduced to a couple of old storylines like Dimitri. We were happy to see him back until we learned a I little think, something. Yeah. I yeah. think. We have a new nemesis for Bess, uh, Senator Smarmy, and then yeah. presenting really the age-old parenting dilemma. Should I go to the United Nations General Assembly or my my daughter's college drop-off? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a really cute way to open the show, didn't you? I did. I loved the Bed Bath & Beyond uh, bags. I thought it was a, a great moment. And Allie's looking really cute. She's she's going to fashion school, and she start got she got out of that uniform they had her in for two, you know, for oh, yeah. I don't know. Seasons. <laughs> three seasons you're right three seasons yeah. she's been wearing the same school uniform and she has some really cute tops and pants on so i like that That's and Leon, one other thing that we were just this episode relaunch that would be henry's knees you know last year he had that terrible accident yeah. okay in real That's life true. ski accident so we finally in that fi final bedroom scene we did get to see his legs his knees and saw some scars Leon, which i assume are where they put henry our Henry back together, but they're looking good, Leanne. They're looking strong. Julie, that is some sharp-eyed viewing. I have to. I only bring my best for you, Leanne, <laughs> and for all listeners to our Madam Secretary Secretary recap. Okay, so uh, we start with our favorite scene. We love when Madam Secretary starts in the family kitchen at the McCord household there in Georgetown. You know, it's always a busy morning. They pretend that Bess can cook. She can't really cook. <laughs> They, they, no one ever and cleans. nobody does the dishes. No ever. Does the dishes. 
no one does the dishes, but that's okay. We love it. Uh, so Al's, Allie's off to college. They come in with the, you know, armed with like six bags from bed, bath and beyond. And what mother uh, who has a kid going off to college hasn't gone off to BB&B with that 20% off coupon. That was a very real scene. Yeah. Okay. Son Jason shows up. He's still a Bolshevik. That's what we expect yes. from him. He makes a comment right away. Establishing character. Loved it. Okay. Stevie shows up. She's the White House intern now, uh, yeah. working for the chief of staff of the president. Adorable suit. I mean, she looked great, I thought. And she's going to the UN. She's off with her mom. She has a different job, but she's going to the United Nations General Assembly, which, and her boss, Russell, has told her, don't speak. So that, that's good. <laughs> Henry, still adorable. It's going to take care of business. Don't worry, Bess. I'm going to get your daughter to college. It's going to be fine. And Bess, she's completely awash in maternal guilt for not being Well, and you can understand that. And, you know, and I thought that was very realistic. I love that, you know, because of course she wants to take Allie to college. And of course she wants to be there. But she's got this darn job as Secretary of State, you know. So uh, there you have it. And the college is only an hour away, but it's still away. As Bess keeps saying, you're still away. But she's very <laughs> excited about the what the wet and dry vac she got her. <laughs> yes, the portable cordless wet vac land. Yes, because and Allie not so much. But Bess is convinced that this is what every college girl needs in her dorm room, you know, and that she is really going to have a lot of fun with that and make some new friends with her wet vac. All right. So this is a, a really fun way to start the fourth season. Now we get into the storylines and there were a lot this week. So we're just going right. to, uh, we'll take them one by one. Okay. In sort of a shocking opener, there's a murder at the UN. Now, <laughs> no. Yikes, with blood and everything. I know, like, I know, that was messy. Madam Secretary. I know. I, that was a little gruesome there. Yeah. It was unexpected. I did not expect that. So Bess is off to the UN General Assembly. She's going to make some big announcement with China about uh, freedom of, you know, press. It's a free, sp- free, free speech, speech resolution. Yeah. yeah. There were so many countries and storylines mentioned in this show. I'm going to blow some. I have no doubt. <laughs> But I'm trying to hold on. So, okay. but at the last minute, China pulls out. So Beth uses Beth decides to use a little, you know, a little poker playing. She wants to sort of catch the Chinese off guard. So she goes to talk with a minister from e- where? Where was that country? Timor Leste. Timor Leste. Okay. okay, you know, it's you know East Timor. You you've heard of that. Oh, so that's, yeah, gosh, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. not tracking on that okay, whatsoever. Okay, so, okay, so teeny tiny com- a country in the in the Pacific. Okay? okay, and so yes, that you know here she was. She's brushing off the Chinese to meet with teeny tiny uh, minor minister too. He wasn't even the president of Timor Leste. Yeah. Right. So, but he's, he's tracked her down. He's called her office a million times. He flagged her down as she got out of the car. Like, I need to talk to you. I have something to tell you. So she decides, well, this will really put the Chinese in their place. So she takes the meeting, you know, she seems to be running the UN. Like, well, she has a big office. She's offering coffee to the guy. No, I'll just have water. And then the next thing you know, boom, down. Yeah. No smash. Yeah. Face plant. Yeah. That was bad. With the, with the glass. Blood. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. 
Okay, so the next storyline is fighting the fight against fake news. So this is really ripped right from the headline, and this was the purpose of this whole episode. They were trying to make the point, like, be a well-informed citizenry. And that would, you know, find good news sources, trust and verify, trust but verify, and don't believe everything you read in the paper. So, you know, Bess is there on site. She's really shaken from this murder. Uh, And Yeah, her staff is sort of making jokes, like, ha, ha, ha. You're a murderer. Yeah. It's not good. So Bess doesn't have any sense of humor about it. Yeah. To to underscore your point, Lee. And she is shaken by it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so she, uh, she manages in the middle of this murder investigation to squeeze in like a 30 minute visit to Allie's dorm. She's moving in. Bess shows up. And then the next thing you know, she is the subject of um, an unreliable news source rumor that she has, in fact, murdered this guy from S. I know. That yeah. was bad. Now, I'm a little worried about Allie's roommate in the dorm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's sitting on the bed. She's all set up in her room. She's eating Cheetos. Okay. And uh, and she had a, did you notice the giant kitty cat pillow on her bed? I did. Yes. That was bad. And she really didn't understand who Marines were, like yeah. soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. So, I know. She's I thought that was gonna, weird. She didn't look very fashiony to be at like a fashion and design no, school. No, no, she looked. Uh, so I think that's uh, trouble with a capital T there yeah. for Allie. But there, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with the roomie. Yeah, I thought. Oh, maybe they did that so she's blissfully ignorant of the fact that Allie's mother is the Secretary of State. But as soon as she walked in, she said, "Oh, hello, Mrs. Secretary." She called her yes. something funny. Yeah, the roommate. Yeah. But she had Cheetos all over. Her. But she couldn't shake her hands because she had Cheeto dust all over her hands. Yeah. yeah. But Henry appears to be doing a good job, wants to set everything up, wants to put all the shoes away, wants to do everything because he's a Marine. He wants to finish the job. And there's some funny shoe lines. So I thought that was funny. Um, okay. Now, uh, Bess is trying. She's she needs to get to the bottom of why this guy died and they're not going to do an autopsy. So this is where Eric Stoltz comes in. It's good to have a doctor in the family. Yeah. yeah, Who's also at the UN general assembly. Uh, He's there presenting because he's belongs to that, like doctors without borders, like group. And so Mm -hmm. he's there presenting some research or something. So, Bess lifts a bag of evidence and like hands it <laughs> off to her brother at a hot dog stand in Central Park. What did you make well, of that? Again, scene? Bess, you know, she used to be in the CIA, Leanne. So she's not going to, you know, yeah. she has back channels she's working and she was just totally back channeling that situation. Okay. So, and that, and, you know, he's not going to do it. He's not going to do it, but, you know, cause he really wanted lunch at the four season, but he decides for his, for his big sister, he's going to do it. So, uh, he, t- he takes he takes the evidence and right away they get results back preliminary results yes the guy was poisoned okay so now now we know this she's been accused of murder who would poison him why so she calls the president of what is the name of this country timor leste timor leste yeah, okay it's just like timor it's, oh, like, it's like, like okay french version okay, okay. <laughs> east timor land okay just go with east timor <laughs> okay really was struggling it was like Morwenna, the name on Poldark. When we, I sometimes on TV. doesn't matter. It's a small country, wherever it is, real or not. Yeah. Okay. It's so, Genovia, Leon. Okay. He's the president of Genovia. Okay. okay. So some, somehow, somehow, the president of East Timor 
reveals that, oh, you know what? I think that he was really killed by a Mexican drug cartel or I had to kill him because they're a Mexican drug cartel. You know, Leanne, I fell asleep watching this the first time and I woke up and I was like, what? What happened? A Mexican drug cartel? That I did. That was quite a left turn in the plot. Yeah, but, uh, in like yes. a <laughs> single like eight line exchange, this completely out of the blue theory popped up. Like, yeah. well, you know, the the minister who died, his daughter died of a cocaine overdose, and that must mean that you know she had contact with the Mexican cartel, and it's hard to get cocaine in the South China Sea. So maybe they moved in, and maybe they bribed him, and maybe the president had to kill him because I was like. Okay, what? <laughs> yeah, that's, all right. Let's not I, overthink I, I it. I thought it was. I thought it was another show when I woke up. I was like, "What? <laughs> what? We weren't talking. We were about talking about Timor Leste. Okay, we weren't. Ta- okay, I know. Anyway, yes, so, so the point of the show next- was like to ignore the fake news. So Bess has to go on. She has to defend herself on cable news. She makes a brilliant speech about, you know, this is how democracy works and you're a real journalist. You should know better. This is not a real source and blah, 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 blah. And it's great. It's like, yay, go best, go best. And then she gets called into Russell's office where she is dressed down. She is dressed down by Russell. I mean, Russell is supposed to be taking it easy. Remember last season he had the heart attack. Well, he was going to like blow a gasket at, at best there that, you know, she just played into it. You know, this was going to be a one day story and now she's inflamed it and it's everybody's involved in it and it's gotten it much worse. Yeah. I thought that was a great scene for Russell. And then Nadine like jumped right in to defend her boss. So a great scene for the two of them, you know? Yes. I like, I like that too. And yeah. it is a real issue. You know, you see this, how, how like fake news just blows up and then, you know, it takes on a life of its own and it's, impo- you know, and it's, you can't control it. Yeah. Right. And we've already had one actual female secretary of state be accused of murder. So yeah, I think that is true. We know, yeah. we know that that's, that does happen. So it was a very strong statement. There was some good writing there in the middle of the show. Uh, in the meantime, now we have our, we have our old character, Dimitri is back. Uh, Henry just has a little bit to do. He has to drop Ali off at of college. And, oh, yeah, he has to recruit recruit a former Russian agent to the CIA. So we love Dimitri, don't we, Julie? And he seems I to do. have He's some injections in his lips. <laughs> I know. His lips were like pillows, Leanne. Like pillows. <laughs> I know. His hair was Poldarkian. It was like yeah, Ross was, yeah, yeah, Yeah. He's, like, he's fine. I'm good. Fine. I'm good. But – Really, don't we know by now that that you can be trained? He and he's taking a lie detector test. Right, right. This is going. Henry is going to get him screened. Uh, people don't trust Dimitri, obviously, because he comes. You know, he was a Russian spy. You know, uh, and but they, you know, they now feel like he can be an effective agent for the U.S. We're just going to give him this lie detector test. Well, we all know that people go to school to learn how to beat lie detector tests, right? We do, yeah, we know that now because he said it. I've been, they've been training me to beat a lie detector test since he was 17. Well, Julie, right. you lived in Russia. So, I know this. And you've been they saying, give you lie detector tests all the time there. We're always beating them. Yeah. <laughs> and you've been saying for years, it's a country of spies run by a spy. So yes. we really, if that is true, and if the writer's room has been listening to you, don't you suspect that he's really going to be a double agent? Do you think he's really true to America and Henry? 
I don't think no, so. No, of course not. Okay. You mentioned it earlier in the podcast. Trust but verify. Yeah. There's no verification here yeah. with uh, with Dmitri. Yes, we cannot yeah. he cannot the Russians cannot be trusted. Yeah. Okay. So even though his sister is in the United States and she was saved by the CIA, he did spend some time and you know being tortured in Russia. He has a uh, an axe to grind against the CIA and now we learn he has what appears to be a prescription pain medicine. Addiction, yeah. right? right? I didn't misread yes. that scene. That was what that was supposed to be. Yes, I think that was it. Yep. So he is now an unreliable actor, an, an, un, an unreliable narrator in his own story. He's a bad actor, as they said several times. So that was disappointing. Also, because last year, remember, we had that very hot exchange in the last episode between Stevie and Dimitri. Remember? I know. I know. Uh-oh. So we thought, Uh-oh. oh, a little romance there. Of course, she's going to dump that pale British guy for this Russian guy. But we don't... Well, she had the other boyfriend who took heroin. So this may be... Uh... I know. Poor Stevie. Stevie is just not making good choices there. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bess has a new nemesis. We see when she's accused of this, you know, false murder and everything that there's one senator. I didn't get his name. So I'm just calling him Senator Smarmy, who like got, went on the cable news thing and said, we need to look into this. This rumor could be true. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm the secretary of state. I'm not killing people from East Timor at the right. U.N., but that he is definitely playing into that idea of people can make a career just falsely accusing you of stuff. Like you don't even really need actual facts anymore. You can just accuse, accuse, accuse and back away. And I, you know, and don't you just feel like exchanges like what we see between Bess and Senator Smarmy uh, at that fancy restaurant at, at, a, at their power uh, breakfast don't you feel like that happens in Washington yes. all the time? I feel like that was a very true scene, sadly, you know, that there are just people, uh, you know, that have axes to grind or have personal agendas and that are not interested in like either working for the people or advancing, you know, the cause of our country. So there you go. Yeah. That, and see, Julie, you took your moment to speak up and that's nice. <laughs> no, so everybody gets a monologue this week. So that that's true. And then finally, uh, you know, Eric Stoltz is able to prove through tense, you know, extensive testing. Yes. The guy was poisoned, blah, blah, blah. Somehow they're going to work with China. I do like the, um, I do like the snippy Chinese diplomat. I like I like that guy. He's really yeah, he's smart and clever. Yeah. And uh, again, I like that. I, you know, I think many of these top diplomats from around the world are smart and clever. And you know, they're trying to they're trying to work things out. They're doing their jobs. Yeah. So uh, somehow, East Timor, China, and the United States are all going to work together to rid the South China Seas of the Mexican drug cartel. Just take our word for it, because I. <laughs> And Beth sort of used her own kind of fake news trap to get the Chinese to agree to that uh, in a very public place, which uh, we know is how she likes to roll. And then final storyline is just an observation. The college is awesome. So I'm glad that Allie is – I hope she has a good four years. Don't you, Jill? I do. I, I told you I'm worried about the roommate, though. <laughs> she's she's – there are some troubling signs uh, on the opening day of, of, of freshman year. But perhaps they will they – will, uh, become very close. And then finally, after this exhausting 48 hours, uh, you know, Bess goes home to Henry, who Julie rightfully said, we see his knees and his scars, <laughs> but he's ready for some sexy time. Henry, he's yes, in. Yes, he's, he's back in action. He doesn't have those, cr- he's got rid of those crutches, Leanne. <laughs> 
Okay. There's no stopping them now. Yeah. I mean, Bess is concerned that when Jason goes to college, like, what are they going to do? They're going to need a hobby. I think I know what Henry's hobby is going to be, frankly. <laughs> I think Henry's thinking, I don't need a hobby. So uh, so set up a lot of storylines, you know, ripped from the headlines. Really enjoyed it. Some great writing there. We saw enough of our friends, Blake and, and the speechwriter and Daisy, just enough. So Daisy uh, was hidden. I mean, she's very, very pregnant yeah, in, yeah. Uh, uh, in this opening episode. And uh, she was behind a desk, behind a tree. Uh, but uh, but uh, she'll be back uh, because she did have the baby in real life. And so I assume that she will come back on the show. So that will be fun to see her. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. We like right. to end every um, episode of our Madam Secretary recap with our binders full of blouses. We love what everyone wears on Madam Secretary. So we like to single those out. Julie, did you have any particular things that you enjoyed this week? Yes. I loved Bess had a like a royal sort of a dark royal blue shirt that was kind of crisscross at the top. There wasn't a bow, but it was just so elegant and lovely. I thought, oh, I like that. Yeah. So she, I thought all of her suits were kind of serious this week. She did, was what, you know, sometimes she wears more playful clothes with like sweaters and skirts and bigger blouses and stuff. But um, I felt like, you know, it was pretty serious work that she was doing this week. So she was pretty buttoned up, but that blue blouse, I liked it. I like Stevie's suit when we first see her at the UN. It was a little short, I thought, maybe for the UN, but the suit was great. So, uh-huh. uh, you know, shout out to that. At the UN, the pin game was strong. You know, yes. Bess had her pin game, her pin on. All, all her staff had the State Department pins on. So that was nice to see. Uh, I enjoyed Nadine's French use of the scarf. I mean, that oh, yes. was some well, dramatic scarfing. That yes, Nadine. around the neck. And, and I like that shirt with all the buttons when she's all hot and bothered. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a lovely shirt blouse, too. Yeah. She also had a really nice necklace on at one point with the tassel mm-hmm. on the oh, red yes. dress Nadine yes. did. Um, yeah. Daisy was bringing some fresh prints to maternity wear. So like, yeah, that was nice to see, not just wearing big black sacks. She was, you know, being Daisy and Daisy's cute dresses to look good. And then, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Eric Stoltz in the Central Park scene, was he wearing like a pleated pants and a generously cut shirt that I think he had borrowed from Chandler Bing? I mean, that was... (laughs) Like a throwback suit. Or was that from some kind of wonderful? Does he still have that around? I was like, wow, a man in pleated pants. You haven't seen that on TV in a while. And yeah, well, yeah. he's he's from he's ageless, Leon. I think that's the his yeah. style, where you know he he adopted the pleated plant pant probably early in his life, yeah, and he's just sticking with it, you sticking know, because it. he's he's you know he has more important things to think about than his clothes, <laughs> and he knows he's good looking, okay. and he knows you're still in love with him, so it, it all works okay. out. For it him. does all work out. It works out yeah. for both of us, really. Yeah. All right, that is our recap of this week's Madam Secretary. We also recap Pole Dark, so uh, we're very busy now. We have two shows to recap cap. Uh, you can subscribe to both at Satellite Sisters Talk TV. If you're listening to us now, you probably figured out that it's its own feed this year. We're not on the regular Satellite Sisters feed. Or maybe you just 
found this on a website. So uh, you you can subscribe at Apple Podcasts or at Stitcher to Satellite Sisters Talk TV. We're also doing the regular Satellite Sisters show. If you like the recaps and you want to join us, we have plenty going on this week. Um, We were able to see a premiere in Hollywood, my sister Liz and I, of the new documentary about Jane Goodall called Jane. It's fantastic and uplifting. And I think I think there's a direct hairline, Julie, from Madam Secretary's Bob to Jane Goodall's age-appropriate hair at 82. Okay. Because that's, All right. yeah, All right. you're going to want to, you're going to want to trace that. out, that. Leanne. That's, I wanted to go see the documentary anyway, but now that you mentioned Jane Goodall's hairline, hair. well, yeah, it's I, I'm, I'm, that's, that's really important. We also talk once and one time only about uh, Harvey Weinstein. That's it. He's a pig. And that's, we're just going to devote one episode <laughs> of Satellite Sisters <laughs> to him. You can hear that on this week's Satellite Sisters podcast. All right. Anything else, Jewel? I think that's it. We're off to a good start. Another season. It's going to be great. It is. All right. We're the Satellite Sisters. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget, call your Satellite Sister. 1-800-878-8255.